Sometimes you gotta write a new love song To get the old ones out your brain Yeah, you gotta write a new love song To get the old ones out your brain And I think I got one Yeah, and I think I got one Yeah, yeah, I got one And I think I got one What's going on? It's me again. Ryan Woods and the End of the Woods podcast. Hey, you still doing that podcast all by yourself? Why Why do you do that, man? Why do you do that podcast all by yourself? Why? Why? How do you do that? Why do you do that? Well, you see, when I was younger... My parents handed me a mirror and told me to go make a friend, and here I am. A couple years later, a couple years removed, just doing a podcast where I scream into a microphone I bought on Amazon and a computer that I yell at every week. They just handed me that single-pane mirror and told me, Hey, man, go make a friend. Get the hell away from us. And I was like, all right. With this and then like that mirror. I'm like, all right. So then there I was, talking to myself. And you know what I thought? I thought, damn, this guy's pretty funny. And mildly handsome. Oh, what do you know? Oh, another week. How's it going? What's going on? How are you? Into the Woods podcast. Just checking in. What's going on? Another week. It's it's February 13th, Monday afternoon. And fellas, you're running out of time to buy those flowers and chocolates for your lady. Because if you don't, Oh, boy, oh, boy. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Are you in for it? I used to, I had this girlfriend one time. My only other girlfriend I had. Um, for Christmas, I got her... I think I got her a movie, a blanket, and a teddy bear. And I'm talking one of those Build-A-Bear teddy bears that was expensive... Like fifty bucks, and when you're making seven ninety five, eight fifteen an hour, at a fast food job, where everybody around you is super religious, and you're kind of just like, hey, I just like coming to work. I mean, food's good. <laughs> I mean, it's nice enough. I mean, I don't mind it. And I remember I got her that, and she was disappointed for Christmas. So for Valentine's Day, I got her a necklace, sixty nine ninety nine at the K Jeweler in the mall. Then she wanted to hang out after we broke up. She wanted me to go to her house. And I did. Because, you know, I'm dumb. And I went there. And I was really thinking I was getting my stuff back. Like, I thought that's how this worked. I'd never broken up with somebody. That's one thing they don't teach you in life. They don't teach you how to break up with people. You know what I mean? They only teach you how to get into relationships. That's why they need a Valentine's Day, you know, opposite. They need an opposite Valentine's Day where it's like, all right, you're in a relationship with somebody you may not be in love with anymore. How do we get out of this? And instead of commercials for, like, jewelry to make them love you, it's like, stop doing chores around the house. Make yourself unlovable. <laughs> stop doing shit around the house 
make it impossible to be with you. Show no to little physical attraction. Act like you're a roommate and not a life partner. Gross, but you get it. You know, you gotta say life partner these days because you never know. You don't want to get canceled. Is that even a thing? Do you even get canceled? Like, I saw Roseanne Barr talking about how she got canceled. And, like, does anybody miss Roseanne Barr? Is that even her name? Is her name Roxanne Barr? I don't know. It sounds like it's probably Roseanne. Roseanne? Now I'm in my own head about it. Anyways, um... Oh, yeah, Valentine's Day coming up, fellas. I gotta go get the flowers. You know me. I gotta get the flowers. I gotta get the flowers. And, you know, I took Dana out to a nice dinner on Saturday. We went to a wine bar. And there's something about a wine bar that just makes me want to smoke cigarettes. There's something about going to a wine bar and just... You just want to stand there with your glass of wine, maybe puff on a cig. And I'm not even talking about it in, like, a weird, like... Like, I don't want the problems with your fingernails. I don't want my hair to get all brittle, even though it already is. I don't want, like, the issues that come along with smoking, like the wrinkles and the lung problems and the cancer. But I really just kind of want to look cool. So how do we get that done? How do we... Do I have to move to some hip European city? Say, London? Um, What other random cities can I name off that are very popular... That only somebody in the United States would know. Milan. Rome. Ooh. Paris. Heard you don't want to go to Paris, though. Heard it smells bad. Same with Manhattan. And that's... And that's in New York. Not Europe. Uh, But anyways... Yeah, we went out to a wine bar. Spent a good dollar on that. You know me. You know me. Just butter and Dana's like, Oh, I want to get another glass. I'm like, sure, go ahead. You know, because I'm not going to say no. And then we're walking out. She's like, I really like this candle, which is women talk for buy me this thing. Hey, ladies. Hey, ladies. Ladies. For the zero of you that are listening right now. Hey, ladies. Why can't you just say you want something? Do you not want to seem needy or whatever it is that's wrong with you and your only so in your complex that you have about yourself? How about we just be honest? You want gifts. You want stuff. And don't walk by something and be like, oh, this would be nice. Oh, this would be really cool. And set it back down all sheepish. Like, mm. Oh, this would be really nice. Mm. Oh, wow, this would look good. Oh, would I look good in this? I'm a size four, but in the wintertime, I can get up to a size six. So, hmm. Oh, would I look good in this? Oh, this would look nice on our mantle and then i'm just walking by like yeah it would i guess <laughs> yeah sure you'd look good in that yeah sure whatever and then it's like you don't buy any of those things and it's like she is telling you remember remember dana's sister-in-law tried doing that to me she is telling you what she wants I'm like no she's not she's saying she likes this she's like that's the way of her telling you i'm like yeah i know but i hate that so we're gonna be adults and we're gonna say what we want okay we're all going to grow up together and say, hey, look, this is what I want. Buy it for me. You know how many arguments would be saved? But then again, then the women lose all their, what is it, negotiating power? I don't know. Look, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just talking shit, dude. I don't know what's going on. Look, 
Don't take my don't take advice from me. I've messed it up enough. I've messed it up enough. And for the greatest transition in the history of comedy, did you guys watch any sports this past weekend? This past week, that I'm since I've been gone, I watched uh, LeBron James break the points record, which everybody wanted to crap on. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, the biggest hater of all time, just scowling. He did not want to be there. He's like, they're going to make me go on the court, and LeBron's just scoring points, man on a mission. He didn't even care about winning the game. I can't believe he did it against the OKC Thunder, a team that didn't even exist when he started playing basketball professionally. And I just love all the qualifiers people make. Like, well, the three-point shot didn't even start for Kareem uh, until 10 years in the league. Okay, well, what's everyone else's excuse on the list? It's not like LeBron started in 2003 and they just were like, hey, here's a three-point shot. And first of all, LeBron, they didn't even start taking threes until pretty recently. Uh, So that's a bad argument. What's another bad argument? Oh, he played too long. He played for 20 years. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the point. I mean, a guy plays for 20 years, usually it's not pretty by the end, and he's still scoring 30 points. I'm not telling you he's trying his hard on the defensive end. I'm just telling you, hey, he's got the most points in NBA history, and all I've ever heard is he's not a great scorer. And arguably, his greatest play of all time is a block. So, on the defensive end. So, I mean, people want to say he's not as good of a defender. His most iconic play is a block. So, sounds like you all are gatekeeping. Gatekeeping? Hmm. Couldn't be me. Trying to gaslight me into believing that Michael Jordan's a good guy. Guy was an asshole. Gambling at it. Could you imagine if Michael Jordan was around with all these FanDuel ads and DraftKings ads? He would be sucking on his cuticles to go out and gamble on everything. He wouldn't even make it to the court. They'd suspend him. Or he would just not sleep at night. So what, what... Yeah, I mean, I hate to call him out for being a gambling addict, but Jesus. You don't want me to talk about the Hornets there. The Hornets suck, man. The Hornets suck. That's that's my take on the NBA. The Hornets, they suck. Um, what else did I watch? Yeah, so LeBron, and I had a thought about LeBron James. I had a thought about LeBron James. because I saw his wife out there and his kids, of course. And LeBron James and his wife got together when they were... Let's do some math here. LeBron James, LeBron James' wife. Yep, first thing that pops up. People are horny. Uh, we have LeBron James' wife, Savannah James, 36 years old. She was born in 1986, so she's two years younger than LeBron, people are saying. Um, so when, how did LeBron meet his wife? 2002, when they were in high school. So first of all, she might be the greatest stock picker of all time. You know what I mean? She saw this man and was like, look, I'm going to lock this down. And... Good for her, of course. I mean, just talk about hitting the lottery. You know, I mean, she's probably a great woman, but I mean, isn't that what we're all hoping for? Like, we can all lie and say we're all looking for love, and we're all looking for this and that, and we're all looking for, you know, all these things that are just qualifiers to get us to looking for somebody hot and with a lot of money. So the reality is, no matter who LeBron James faced on the courts, he was always he always has the support of his, life, his wife, Savannah Brinson, off the court. Wow. The early 2000s. 
when LeBron was 17 years old. So, she went to a, a rival high school. So, am I to believe? Now, the reason I bring all this up, I'll bring all this up to say if LeBron James were to meet his wife at age 17, she being age 16, am I to believe, hear me out, am I to believe that LeBron James, the greatest basketball player of all time, is a one-woman man? And if so, that's great for my brand. LeBron James, Ryan Woods, one-woman men. I mean, talk about the greatest come-up of all time for me. Everybody, oh, you've only been with one woman, Ryan? Blah, 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 blah. Hey, would you say that to LeBron James? He's pretty damn successful. And he didn't even have to go to private college like me. And he's got way less money, and he's doing it. I have way less money, and I'm doing it. He's got way more money being a one-woman man. Here I am, just being a one-woman man out of the goodness of my heart and love. And love. That's great for me. That's great for this podcast. LeBron James, hey, call me because we have things to discuss. <laughs> I have questions for you. <laughs> oh, but in other news of sports, of course, we have another great transition here, Ryan, where Chris Berman, if you're unaware who that is, the Super Bowl was yesterday, and Chris Berman is a a uh, sports commentator. Um, Boomer, of course. He's one of my. I grew up listening to his voice. So evidently, he's six foot five, according to Wikipedia. Um, he said a quote yesterday that made me laugh <clears throat> because it's facts. Chris Berman says on the broadcast. Also, of course, this is a quote from Chris Berman. A quote. Also, of course. Two African-American quarterbacks starting against each other in the Super Bowl for the first time. Fittingly, February 12th is Abe Lincoln's birthday. Fact or fiction, there would have been no Super Bowl yesterday without Abe Lincoln. Fact or fiction? I'm going to say fact. So Chris Berman... <laughs> I love that because, fact, I'm at, now I'm going to look at everything through that light. I'm going to be talking, you know, I'm just going to be out and just walk up to a specific looking man at the store and go, hey, tap him on the shoulder. Hey, this wouldn't be possible, our interaction right now, without Abe Lincoln. Huh? And he'd be like, what? I'd be like, fact or fiction? And he, F or F. Fact or fiction. Abe Lincoln is the reason we're here at a Trader Joe's in the Frozen Isle. And he would go, uh, fiction? I'd be wrong. It's fact. If there was no Emancipation Proclamation, we wouldn't be in the Trader Joe's aisle having this awkward conversation. And we can even take it a step further and a little bit more graphic I don't think I'll go there on this podcast, of course, but 
there's an event involving boats going from here to a coast of another country or another continent and picking people up and bringing them back. And without that, maybe we don't have a Super Bowl yesterday. So thank you. I think a thank you is in order for a specific group of people. I'm not saying thank them for what they did or haven't done. I'm saying without them, fact or fiction, would there be a Super Bowl yesterday? Fact or fiction? You can debate amongst yourselves. <clears throat> but I love that. Because I love that it can't just be two good quarterbacks playing against each other. I love that it can't just be, hey, you know, like I love that the story was two African-American quarterbacks for the first time ever meeting up in the Super Bowl. It's like, yeah, I mean, one of them just won the MVP and the other was the runner-up for MVP. So, I mean, it's really not that improbable um, when you think of it. I, I understand the significance, but I'd say a majority, and I might be wrong here, are, aren't a majority of the NFL starting quarterbacks African-American? NFL starting quarterbacks. Mm-mm-mm. We're Googling. So we have Tom Brady. Not African-American. Aaron Rodgers. He might be African-American. You know, he, if you ask him, he might be. Okay, look, I'm not saying he is. I'm just saying if you ask him, he might say it's a state of mind. You know, he's on some different shit. Uh, Russell Wilson is African-American. Matthew Stafford is not. Matt Ryan is not. Kirk Cousins is not. Uh, Dak Prescott white is the black Kirk Cousins. So, yes, he's black. Um, Ryan Tannehill is not. Geno Smith is. Andy Dalton is not. Joe Flacco is not, but he's not a starting quarterback. Uh, Jacoby Brissett was and is still. Uh, Cam Newton did not start a game. I feel like we're, I feel like I got the wrong list here. <clears throat> here we go. NFL QB index. We're going to go through this. Patrick Mahomes is. Jalen Hurts is. Joe Burrow is not. Uh, Josh Allen is not. Justin Herbert is not. Trevor Lawrence is not. Tua Tagovailoa, Tagovailoa is. Jared Goff is not. Geno Smith is. Dak Prescott is. Tom Brady is not. Lamar Jackson is. Justin Field is. Aaron Rodgers, it's up in the air. Brock Purdy is not. Kyler Murray is. Kirk Cousins, Daniel Jones, not. Kind of alike, though. Same, same, same. Ryan Tannehill is not. Kenny Pickett is not. Derek Carr is not. Maybe my, I might be off. Sam Darnold is not. Marcus Mariota? Hawaiian? Is? I don't know. Desmond Ritter is, I think. Not trying to be mean here. Mac Jones is not. Russell Wilson is. Deshaun Watson is. Okay, so that's 11. So we're at 11 of 32. It's a pretty good number. And the two best are are. I don't know what my point here is, but but thank you, Abe Lincoln. Okay, is what I'm saying. Thank you, Abe Lincoln, for that segment. Thank you, Abe Lincoln, for this podcast. Fact or fiction? <clears throat> Fact or fiction? Fittingly, on Abe Lincoln's birthday. Two African-American men playing quarterback in the NFL. For the for the Super Bowl. Speaking of Super Bowl, halftime show. Rihanna pregnant. Fact or fiction? Um, Rihanna pregnant. Rihanna halftime show. Good. I I do think that people just don't like things. Um, 
everybody will hate something all the time. I refuse to believe that there is a halftime show that you all would have loved or liked. Um, people are going to hate it. It's impossible to get everybody on board anymore. I, I hate the discourse around halftime shows. I hate the discourse around um, these football games when there's a call that can maybe switch the game or whatever. Here's the thing about halftime shows. You, you're kind of telling yourself if you don't like it. How about you just enjoy the 15 minutes? It doesn't have to be so serious. You know, it's just like the commercials. They used to be funnier. Maybe they used to be funnier because you were younger, dumber. They're not corny now. Everybody just runs out of ideas. Okay? You can only, nothing is original anymore. What are we doing? You know what I mean? So, the halftime show, it just kind of is. It's a pregnant woman. She's singing. On a platform raised hundreds of feet in the air. Good for her. I thought it was fine. I'm not even a big fan of Rihanna's music. So, I don't know. And she looked like a Maker's Mark bottle. I can't say that because somebody informed me that Bill Squire tweeted that. So I can't even use that joke. But I said it on the couch because I'm not chronically on my phone like a little pansy. Mm-mm-mm. How about that, Bill Squire, who doesn't listen to this podcast and who doesn't respond to my Instagram DMs? He probably has a restraining order out against me, which is fine. I mean, he can make his little Maker's Mark joke. I know he stole it from me. He probably bugged my phone. He, he's working with the Rothschilds to, to hold me down. <laughs> the Rothschilds don't want me to win my $5 bets on, uh, on the Super Bowl first touchdown score. That's why Boston Scott fell a yard short of the end zone on his only three carries of the night to try to get me in the end zone at plus 2,200. I would have been a richer man. I probably wouldn't be doing this podcast right now. Had that $5 turned into, what it would it be? I don't know. 105? I don't even know. What? I, don't ask me to do the math. I know some of you are screaming at your phone right now or screaming at your t- car radio, which is what I hope. And you're just yelling at your phone. You got your stupid little wired headphones in or you got your little pretentious little AirPods in. Like, oh, look at me. Oh, I know what plus 2200 is a $5. Well, you got a gambling problem, buddy. Just like I have a drinking problem because I can't get drunk anymore. Okay, it's a real problem. It's something I'm facing. Either I have the hardest working liver in the world, which is a possibility. I have the best liver in the world, people are saying. And I can't get drunk anymore. We went to Canada and I tried to get drunk. Okay, I tried to get drunk. I I did all my best. I did it on an empty stomach. I drank all the sugary alcoholic drinks. I drank the heavy alcoholic drinks. I'm doing it. I can't do it. Everyone's like, oh, can you drive home? Are you safe to drive home? I'm like, yes, I wish I wasn't. I wish I could drink again. And feel the way I did that first time that stuff hit my lips. But now I'm just doing it because I'm a sad little boy. I'm a sad, sad man. I'm sitting on the couch in the dark with my little LED lights behind my television late at night watching something that I don't even care about because I'm gambling on the NBA because I have an addiction. And here you are laughing at a guy with an addiction. All because my parents handed me that mirror when I was very young and told me to get lost. And I went and stood in my bedroom, stood there, laughed and laughed and laughed. And now maybe I have schizophrenia and I also can't get drunk. So you can go ahead and laugh at me, and you can tell me all these things, and oh, blah, blah, blah. And I don't, even remember my, I don't even remember what my main point was. But when I do remember, oh, buddy, no, it's in for you, and I'm on your ass. <sighs> well, that was a moment, huh? Just, insecu- just insecurity dropping on you guys? Sorry about that. We're going to do the old-fashioned, the Woods family household thing here. 
and we're going to, we, that happened. Okay, that happened. I'm going to leave you to it to think about your emotions. And then we're never going to address them again. Okay. I know what you're thinking. You're expecting an apology. You're expecting me to be like, hey, I didn't mean those things I said. I'm not going to say any of those things. I'm just going to walk back in. I'm going to open your door and be like, hey, all good. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Oh, what a day, huh? Super Bowl Sunday. The more I think about it, I do believe that Super Bowl Sunday should be a holiday. I used to think it was corny for people to be like, the day after the Super Bowl should be a, a national holiday. I mean, we give holidays for everything now. Why not give something for all of us? Some of The most of us can get behind. You know, there's those people that don't care about sports and they think you're better than you. None of this shit matters, man. I'm worried about real stuff. Cool. Cool, dude. Oh, there's an oil spill. Bleh. Evidently, in southern Ohio, on the Pennsylvania border, they had to blow up a train that had carcinogens, and there's this mushroom cloud of stuff, and I guess it's the Chernobyl of Ohio. You wonder why that Super Bowl commercials aren't good anymore? We just name disasters after other disasters. Like Evidently, this couldn't be just this own. We had to minimize it by calling it the Chernobyl of Ohio. Like, that's supposed to scare me. Chernobyl was way too long ago for any of the people my age to understand. Evidently, there's a train just burning with stuff. Bad stuff. That's how dumb I am. Bad stuff. Hey, what's burning over there? Bad stuff, dude. It's like burning plastic. If I was elected president, we would just burn all the trash. What are we worried about the environment? You want this? Here's what you want. We can either pollute the air... Or we can have massive landfills. You decide. It also creates jobs. You have inmates from the local prison go work at the dumps. You're taking those jobs away from good, hardworking non-criminals. Yeah, well, they don't want to work them either. So, whatever. I mean, you got any better ideas? Don't you hate a guy that'll do that? We'll just knock down an idea and not have a better solution. I hate the people like that. Oh, so what's your plan, buddy? Well, I just don't like that one. All right. All right, you scumbag. All right, you POS. Yeah, Rihanna left. Rihanna left no crumbs, though. She ate. Queen. (laughs) I hate like shit. I left no crumbs. Wings and pizza. So tonight I'm going to get on the step mill. I'm going to sweat it all out. person next to me is going to look at me going... (gasps) And they're just going to be like, Hey man, you smell like the back of a pizza shop. I'll be like, yeah, sorry. I can't help myself. This place I go to, they have this thing called Turbo Crust. It's got Parmesan cheese. And they're going to be like, wow, that sounds so good. I'm like, yeah, I know. I just want more of it right now. Like I saw, that's all I'm thinking about. That's why I do the step mill. And I'm like, oh yeah, you've been doing the step mill. I've been seeing you up here. Yeah, I mean you're not getting any skinnier, but yeah, you're really doing it. I'm like, you thanks. Say, wait, what did you say? <laughs> oh, see, I already have the smoker's cough. And by the way, I'm eating six pounds of grapes a week. Maybe that's why I can't get drunk. Because all you nerds saying that 
grapes have to ferment. Maybe I'm eating so many grapes, I'm getting drunk. Okay, we're going to Google that. Can you eat enough grapes while pregnant on keto um, to lower blood sugar and get drunk? If you eat enough grapes, can you get drunk? If they begin to rot or ferment, they may have trace amounts of alcohol, but your stomach would fill up before you eat enough to even get a little bit drunk. That's fucking boring. That's fucking boring. Yeah, so, whatever. You know, I tried. Um. Anyways, yeah, so I hope you all, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I know it got a little off the rails there. Look, man, I'm a little off the rails, so what do you want? You want a well-put-together podcast? Oh, go listen to somebody else's higher-rated show. This is bootleg. This is indie, underground, you know that. So... Well, you know, I'm off to go buy some flowers and buy some trim for the surroundings of our kitchen. So I'm off. I hope you all have a happy Valentine's Day. Don't get into a fight. Hope you didn't buy something expensive enough with a girl that you might not be staying with longer. Because then you might end up losing it in a few months when you inevitably either dump her or get dumped. And uh, we'll work on the whole, you know, day to break up with somebody. Rather than how to get into a relationship with somebody. Hope your day's filled with love. Uh, follow me at the links below, of course. Love you guys. Congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs, I guess. Must be nice, man. Talk to you. Love you. Don't with the wind.